this is Mike Dilt with the Relax Back UK show on UK Health Radio, your global real feel-good radio station. On the Relax Back UK show we explore all kinds of health topics, so keep listening and enjoy the ride. Hi, and thank you for joining me, Mike Dilk, on this week's Relax Back UK show. Two out of the three guests on this show have been on Strictly. However, dancing is not the topic. It is something rather more sinister. It is cholesterol. First off is Dr. Ryan Singh. He tells us just how common high cholesterol is. Around two in five, or just over two in five of us, have too much cholesterol or have high cholesterol and are therefore at risk in the long term. And then he has some suggestions on what to do if you have it. Then the next Strictly Come Dancing contestant is Colin Jackson. I would say he's fitter than most of us as a world champion hurdler. So I think I can really say clearly that I spent majority of my adult life um, being fit and healthy and, and running around and, in, and enjoying my lifestyle. However, when he retired from jumping over hurdles, he discovered that he had really quite high cholesterol. Hear how he found out and what he's done about it. He's also joined by dietitian Corinne Toyne. So please do join us for a great show. Thank you. The station that makes you feel good. How good are vitamin C supplements? Usually only a small proportion of vitamin C actually reaches your cells and has a positive effect. Whereas the high absorption levels of Goldman Laboratories liposomal vitamin C help maintain optimal vitamin C levels in your body and strengthen your immune system. Now get 10% off when you choose Goldman Laboratories liposomal vitamin C capsules. Just quote 10 off at goldmanlaboratories.com. Do you suffer from pain? B-Cure Laser, a home-use CE-approved medical device for the effective treatment of pain, is now available in the UK. The results of a double-blind trial has shown that B-Cure Laser offers a significant reduction in pain compared to the placebo group. To get your special B-Cure offer now, call free on 0808 501 5122 or Google Radio Pro London. B-Cure Laser. B-Cure Laser. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. So two out of the three guests today have been on Strictly. And I must admit, I still think of Dr. Rand as the dancing doctor. So I started off by asking him, do you still dance? <laughs> I, I, I do dance. I, I dance for fun now rather than and for exercise rather than as part of a competition. But yes, that was uh, that was a bit, quite a few years ago now. 2018, we're talking pre-pandemic. Yeah, it is a little while. But dancing certainly is a good way of... Uh, keeping fit which to some extent is kind of what the, the topic today's topic might be about a little bit because it's it's cholesterol really yes. that uh, I want to bend your ear about um, and if I may I'll start off with a really basic question um, what is cholesterol because everyone talks about cholesterol but you know I'm not sure if people really know what it is and I'm not sure I do either 
<laughs> so lots of people will have heard of cholesterol in some shape or form. Cholesterol is a fatty substance in our blood. It's made by the liver and it's got a very essential role in our bodies. It's actually a part of every single cell in our bodies, but it's also used to manufacture things like hormones, which are obviously really important. Um, now, cholesterol is an essential substance. We all need it. But much like a lot of things, if you've got too much of it, particularly bad cholesterol, then it can contribute in the long term to things like heart disease, heart attacks, stroke and dementia. Now, around two in five or just over two in five of us have too much cholesterol or have high cholesterol and are therefore at risk in the long term. And as I said, there's two types of cholesterol. If we look at it in very, very simple terms, there's good cholesterol, which is HDL, which is protective. And then there's bad cholesterol or non-HDL. And that's the stuff that builds up inside our blood vessels and contributes to our risk of heart attacks and stroke. Um, okay. Anything we can do to increase our good cholesterol and reduce our bad cholesterol is a good idea because that reduces our risk long term of those significant health problems. Right. How does that bad cholesterol get there? Is it is it as simple as uh, eating and drinking the wrong things? Yeah. So uh, interestingly, your dietary intake of cholesterol, so eating food that's got lots of cholesterol in it, doesn't really impact your blood cholesterol, um, which is very different to other things. It's actually your dietary intake of saturated fat, which is really, really significant. So um, if you've got a lot of saturated fat in your diet, then your blood cholesterol level goes up. Or if you're, um, as you were mentioning, dancing earlier, if you're not very physically active, if you've got too much fat around the middle of your body, what we call centripetal fat, if you smoke, if you drink too much, if you're overweight or if you have diabetes, these are all risk factors for having too much bad cholesterol. There are also is, is other there risk some, factors. Sorry, sorry, I interrupted you there, but is, is there some luck of the draw a little bit are some people more at risk because of their genes yes yeah absolutely so th those are all modifiable risk factors these are lifestyle factors that we could all change to reduce our risk in the long term however there's certain factors that we can't necessarily change so your age the older you get you tend to be at higher risk of having high cholesterol your gender your ethnicity. So there are certain uh, ethnic groups that are more likely to have high cholesterol, particularly my ethnic group, South Asian people. Um, if you've got a family history of high cholesterol, then that can have an impact. Or if you've got things like problems with your thyroid gland or kidney or liver disease, these can impact your blood cholesterol levels as well. These are factors that we can't change, but those lifestyle factors such as, you know, your dietary intake of saturated fat, whether you smoke or drink, how physically active you are, particularly maybe if you dance or not, then that can definitely impact your blood cholesterol right. levels. So anything we you can do- You mentioned sex. Is, 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 is it men or women that tend to have more of the bad cholesterol? It's men that tend to have more of the bad cholesterol for various reasons. Um, it, a lot of it is quite likely to be genetic, to be honest, but uh, that doesn't mean you can't impact your blood cholesterol level. And certainly that doesn't mean you can't change your lifestyle factors. So if you're a bloke, particularly increasing your activity levels and reducing your dietary intake of saturated fat is a really good thing. Certain, yeah. There are certain medications out there and some people do need them. Um, people may have heard of statins, which are medications that we use uh, to reduce your cholesterol level. And they can be really, really effective. The only problem is that people can get side effects from that sort of thing. And that's why there's lots of ongoing research looking at 
other potential treatment methods. And excitingly, there is a strain of probiotic, good bacteria out there called LPLDL that seems to impact cholesterol levels for those that have got high cholesterol. Right, Dr. Ranch, tell us about that in a moment, but just what are are some of the side effects of uh, statins? Some of the side effects for statins. So a lot of people will uh, describe muscle aches and pains. Uh, and that can be sometimes it can be quite significant uh, that they can't do their normal day to day activities or they might find it difficult um, when you're on statins. You also have to have your blood test monitored. And if there's abnormal blood tests, then they, we may have to change your treatment because of that. And some people have to come off statins because of that. Um, right. And it can also uh, interfere with other medications. Uh, if you're on certain statins, you may not be able to have certain foods. So you've got to be mindful of these things. And if you're worried, I would always say speak to your healthcare practitioner before you change anything. But for some people, statins aren't suitable. And therefore, they don't have many other treatment modalities yeah. other than changing their lifestyle factors. Or, or Yeah, so changing your diet. But bef- before that, actually, how how can you know like that you might have high cholesterol because you know you can be living your life perfectly fine you don't feel anything um you don't necessarily know you've got high cholesterol so how do people find out yeah that's uh so having high cholesterol doesn't really have any symptoms immediately so you may have high cholesterol and not be aware of it whatsoever until it's too late until you have an event like a heart attack or angina or or a stroke or something like that so there usually aren't any typical signs that you have high cholesterol but as we get older it's really really important to be mindful of it and if you're worried about it you can speak to your healthcare professional you can be tested and have a blood test and have a look at your cholesterol levels often it's reported as high uh, as your good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, and your blood fat levels. These are the sorts of things that we look at. And then um, depending on what the numbers are, you may be advised on lifestyle factors. You may be recommended medication as well. But I wouldn't necessarily rely on symptoms as a marker of whether you've got high cholesterol or not. Yeah. Could, could you get a test done? If you, if you went to your GP and you said, look, you know, I'm a bit fat, I'm a bit old. Can I please have a test for cholesterol? Will they, will they do one? Yes, uh, particularly if you've got any risk factors. So if you've got diabetes or a family history of heart disease uh, or you've got other medical problems, then it may be recommended anyway. But especially uh, when you hit a certain age, it's one of those things that we definitely look at. So blood cholesterol levels are measured using a very simple blood test. Your GP or practice nurse can take a blood sample and then they can send that off to hospital or test it there and then sometimes and give you a rough idea of your cholesterol levels, your fat levels, and then advise you accordingly. All right. So everyone needs to bear this in mind, even if they do dance a lot. So the next question is, what are we going to do about it? There's eating better. So cutting out, what sort of things should we think of be cutting out? So anything that's high in saturated fat, this is the thing that contributes to our uh, blood cholesterol levels. Um, So fatty meats, sausages pies butter etc cheese that sort of thing that's all full of saturated fat all the good stuff yeah all the good stuff that we love that's the kind of things that we want to reduce and at the same time you want to increase your intake of good fats so nuts uh, fish oils avocado that sort of stuff um so a healthier balanced diet is one thing that we can change being more active in general being physically active as much as you can 
as much as you're able to do is a really good thing. If you smoke, then stop that immediately. I would recommend. Well, let's face it, smoking isn't really good for anything, is it? No, exactly. Uh, Reducing your alcohol intake and then thinking about things like if you've still got a really high cholesterol level, you may need to have medication and think about things like probiotics, particularly LPLDL is the probiotic yeah. that would that specifically I, has been we'll shown. We'll come on to that in a moment. There's another thing that actually has been around for a while. And actually my wife's uncle uh, was, this is years ago, I remember him talking about it, like Benicol, that's like a thing you put on your toast, isn't it? What, how can that be any good? <laughs> Yeah, What's so uh, Benicol is a particular specific product that is has been shown to reduce cholesterol. It's got uh, uh, a plant chemical in there which uh, reduces cholesterol level. So things like you will naturally find uh, things out there, good fats and stuff like that, that will increase your good cholesterol level and reduce your bad cholesterol level, which is great. Um, but the thing is, whatever tool we can use, you know, there's lots of things out there and probiotics are a, a massive area of interest at the moment. Whatever tool we can use to help reduce our cholesterol level and reduce our long term cardiovascular risk are a really good thing to try. Yeah. All right. And so probiotics, you mentioned that a couple of times. There's a lot of talk in the media about probiotics helping with all kinds of things, actually. Um, yeah. And so specifically, um, they can help with this as well. Tell us a bit more about that. So probiotics are live friendly bacteria that um, live in our gut and have some sort of beneficial effect on our health. We we live in, uh, in, in, in synergy with these bacteria that live in our guts and they have various health effects and we're discovering more and more every day. So there's probiotics that are good for our immune system. There are probiotics that are good for our weight management, for our blood sugar levels. Uh, for our gut health, uh, especially. Cancer, I've heard. Uh, yeah, all sorts of uh, areas of research going on at the moment. But there's one particular strain that um, a study has come out about uh, called LPLDL that seems to impact on our cholesterol levels. Uh, and this particular study showed that it reduced bad cholesterol levels and also the level of a protein called ApoB, which is directly associated with hardening of the arteries. And uh reducing levels of ApoB and bad cholesterol in the long term will reduce your risk of heart attacks and stroke and things like that. Okay, so this has all been tested, has it, on uh, peer-reviewed journals, uh, you know, that it's been studied properly and it's been published, has it? Yeah, so we've got um, quite a lot of evidence uh, about this particular strain. We've built up a good understanding of LPLDL. Um, It's been carried out by different organisations, which is always important to look at. Um, And uh, there's various universities that have looked into this and there's peer reviewed research uh, and and stuff that's been presented at conferences that show that LPLDL is not only safe, but it's also effective. In this particular study, they looked at um, levels of uh, LDL, which is bad cholesterol and ApoB in a group of people that had high cholesterol levels. And they and it showed that. Um, after a period of six weeks, they had a 34.6% reduction in total cholesterol, which is fine. But what you want to really know is what, what's happening to bad cholesterol levels. And in terms of that, they had an over 26% reduction in bad cholesterol levels and an over 28% reduction in ApoB, which is protein that's associated with hardening of the arteries. And in the long term, what that means is that reduces your cardiovascular disease risk, because these are things, these are markers that we we want to get down and that's what this uh, probiotic seems to do 
I, yeah, I looked at those actually. Those were those were um, posters, I think, that were presented at, at uh, conferences. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So um, there's different ways that research is presented at conferences. It can be presented as abstracts. It can be presented as posters. But you can actually uh, go to the journals themselves and and look at the original studies. And this particular right. study is published in the Journal of Functional Foods. It was published in January 2022. So it's just come out. Uh, very recently, and you can look at the, uh, the 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 trial itself and the way it's been designed, and look at the specific results. And what they've shown is that if you look at um, what you want to know is whether it's statistically significant. And what they've shown is that there does seem to be a statistically significant change, a reduction in in cholesterol levels, particularly bad cholesterol levels, in this group of people that are taking LPLDL. Okay, well, that's that's very good news. And so that's compared to what doing nothing or taking the next best thing or taking a placebo. That's compared to control groups that aren't taking LPLDL. So uh, when you compare the two directly, which is what they've done, uh, you saw they saw reductions in bad cholesterol levels and total cholesterol levels and ApoB in the group that were taking LPLDL. Okay, so this is definitely good news. Any side effects of this this stuff? See, this is interesting. So when we uh, treat people with statins, they can have side effects potentially. Um, and, uh, you know, they can range anything from headache, dizziness, feeling sick, muscle pains, digestive problems, etc. may even have uh, problems with their blood tests. But with LPLDL, there don't seem to be any significant side effects whatsoever. So this is great news for people that may not be able to take statins or they may not be able to take them because they're interacting with their other medication. Um, and potentially in the future, LPLDL could be used in addition to complement existing treatments rather than instead of existing treatments. So this is really, really good news for those people. Okay. And could so could this kind of thing be used preventatively um, as well or just as a cure? Uh, I think we're going to need a bit more research into that area. Previous studies looking at LPLDL have, have looked at people that have got normal cholesterol levels as well to see whether that has any impact. And it doesn't seem to have much benefit if your cholesterol levels are normal. And you could argue that actually, if your cholesterol levels are normal, you don't really need to be taking anything. Um, I would say it's still important to look after your general health. It's still important to look after those uh, lifestyle factors that have an impact on our risk of cardiovascular disease. But I certainly wouldn't take medication unless you really have to. What's really significant is that people that do have high cholesterol, LPLDL seems to help those people. And that's the group that we specifically want to target. Um, it remains to be seen, I think, at the moment, whether taking LPLDL over the long term could reduce your risk of developing high cholesterol. We just don't know enough about it yet. Right. But I'm, I'm sure people are going to be looking at that and seeing whether this is something that we could use potentially preventatively, but we just don't know that yet. All right. This is fascinating stuff, along with the, you know, the whole pro probiotics uh, in general. So Dr. Raj, thank you very much indeed for chatting about this. Now, finally, if people are listening to this and thinking, oh, this sounds really interesting. I'd like to delve in this a little bit more. What are some good resources for them? Um, so I would say if you are taking any treatment or considering treatment for high cholesterol, always speak to a healthcare professional before changing anything, just in case. If you want to know a bit more about LPLDL, you could go to optibiotics.com. There's lots of information on there. But if you want to know about cholesterol in general, then there's lots of information on the NHS website. And you can also get information from sites such as the British Heart Foundation. Excellent. Right, Dr. Ranj, keep on dancing. And thank you very much indeed. Thank you.
We will shortly be hearing from Colin Jackson, world champion hurdler and dietitian Corinne Tone. Um, but before that, this from UK Health Radio. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. Scalar light is the quantum energy emitted from the universe, from the sun and stars. Now, Tom Palladino, a humanitarian and scalar light researcher, has created the world's only scalar light healing system, a system that can bring long-distance healing and wellness to humans, pets, and plants via a photograph. Get your free 15-day trial now at scalarlight.com or click on the Scalar Light banner on the UK Health Radio website. Shields like masks are top of mind right now. But did you know you have inner armor working constantly to protect you from pathogens? It keeps you healthy and thriving. It's your immune system. Ion Gut triggers the body's natural ability to support gut strength all year long, so your immune system can protect you when you need it the most. How are you treating your inner armor? Visit uk.ionbiome.com to learn more. Ion Gut. Protect what protects you. The station that makes you feel good. For the next guest, I was lucky enough to chat with Colin Jackson, world champion hurdler, and Corinne Tone, who's a dietitian. I started off by asking Colin, can you tell us some of your hurdling achievements? And you, you really tested my memory, aren't you, really, to try and remember all the, the titles I've won. But yes, um, for sure, uh, you know, European champion, numerous occasions, Commonwealth Games champion, world champion, uh, numerous world records. So I think I can really say clearly that I spent majority of my adult life um, being fit and healthy and, and running around and, and enjoying my lifestyle. Good. Glad to hear it. Now, we've, we've actually chatted before. I don't know if you remember, mm. last time we, we spoke, uh, we were talking about allergies. Mm. And, and the topic today is high cholesterol. So, Colin, mm. I've got to ask, have you let yourself go? What's going on? <laughs> That's a lovely opening. Colin, have you let yourself go? No, I think when, if I kind of recap on, on everything a little bit. So, once I retired at 37, I, I had like a, a full-blown health mm. test. Um, just to see what um, my general health was like and to just to give me some benchmark figures, really. And it was at that stage I found out that I had high cholesterol. And my cholesterol level was 6.1, which is pretty high. And I was surprised, I think, like everybody else most probably was, um, to have such a high cholesterol level. Well, yeah, I, I imagine most people were would be uh, surprised at that. So, I mean... Is, were the doctors surprised? Is high cholesterol kind of a big problem with people that think they're relatively fit or even very fit? Well, the problem with high cholesterol, I guess, as well, there's no real visible symptoms that people will show, you know, externally in, in, in that sense. Um, so then they started talking to me about my general, you know, family background as well. And it's that stage I discovered that my mother had high, had, has high cholesterol my uncle had high cholesterol um, and my dad um, was had was dealing with heart failure as well and, and unfortunately eventually heart failure um, got my dad and he passed away with it so of course then it was brought to my attention the importance of 
um, keeping a healthy heart and what could I do? What are those changes I could potentially do to lower my cholesterol? Uh, and so, yeah, I had to have those conversations. Okay, those difficult conversations. So this might be an unfair question, but I'll, I'll, I'll ask it anyway um, to, to both, both of you. Because this thing kind of can sneak up on you with no real obvious signs of, of having it, does anyone know how many people or how many adults, I guess, in, in the UK and in, indeed the world, you know, might have this as a problem and they just don't know about it? Well, first of all, I'd say there's four in 10 UK adults will suffer from high cholesterol. Uh, and lots of the times they, they may not know that they're, <laughs> they're suffering from it. So I think that's one of the, the, the things that are the most important parts of our campaign. The campaign really we're talking about with Benacol is uncover your cholesterol because in the campaign, we want people to go and get themselves tested. Nowadays, it's really simple to get yourself tested. You can go online uh, and order a kit, or you can go to your pharmacy. Um, so there are those full potentials of, of discovering what your cholesterol levels are. I right. think Corinne most probably has got more to add to that. <laughs> yeah, tell, us, yeah, tell I mean, us how we can get a diagnosis, Corinne. Sure. I mean, that was very well answered, Colin. I would agree with everything you just said. Um, and our research has also shown that you know, despite the prevalence of, of cholesterol, you know, as Colin said, four in 10 of us in the UK have high cholesterol. Awareness of the dangers associated with high cholesterol is low. And there's still lots of education that's needed. Almost a third of us have actually never had our cholesterol levels checked. And that potentially leaves a lot of people that may be, um, you know, undiagnosed with high cholesterol. So it's quite simple. All you need to do is go to your GP or your pharmacy and get a cholesterol test. and that, They'll be able to tell you whether you have high cholesterol or not. All right. So that's how to find out. Let's talk a little bit about what causes it, because it's obviously, you know, you can do lots of exercise and mm. uh, still it can still be a problem. So kind of generally speaking, what, what causes it? Well, well, for me, test, yeah, I, I'm happy to that. So, you know, lots of things are quite individual, as you, as you kind of mentioned. So, you know, some people will be inactivity uh, um, and bad, uh, bad diet in that sense. So for me, for example, mine was linked with a um, the types of food that I, I, I was eating and also the way I prepared my food. I think sometimes people got to understand you can change things in the way you prepare your food that can help you to keep control of your cholesterol levels, you know, switching your oils, which oils you use to fry in, which oils you use to dress your salads with, et cetera, et cetera. Those can change and they can certainly lower your cholesterol levels. Um, adding to that, uh, for me, stress levels were pretty high. So I could, if I could try and keep my stress levels a little bit lower, of course, that would help me with my cholesterol as well. And also linked with that was a, a bit of hereditary as well. So there was members of my family um, that were suffering from it. So they brought it to my intention, linked yeah. that with the tests, which meant I could really then really focus. And then eating stuff, you know, um, like I decided to eat more oats, for example, because I, I looked into it and I discovered that oats can help lower your cholesterol. So all these little things that you can you can add into your lifestyle without huge changes, you know, will make a difference. Okay. So actually, my, let's just look at the at genes a little bit, uh, if we can. My wife's family is from um, Mumbai, India, mm. and she's actually got high cholesterol. And in fact, her brother recently had to have a, a, a large operation where a blood vessel from his leg was taken and put up near his heart. You know, it's quite mm. serious stuff. So the, the, the question is, are some people from some parts of the world sort of more susceptible and they're just kind of unlucky with their genes? 
Shall I take this one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sure. So, even though in the large majority of people, high cholesterol is mainly caused by things like eating fatty food, not exercising enough, being overweight, smoking, and drinking alcohol, um, it can also run in families. So there is a hereditary element to it, and certain sort of backgrounds and um, ethnicities are potentially more at risk of having high cholesterol. So there is that element. So that makes it kind of even more important to make sure that you find out that you do have high cholesterol, uh, because even though you may have a healthy lifestyle, you could actually have high cholesterol due to that kind of uh, familial element. You've just been dealt a, a, a bad hand, really, when it comes to the genes. And so it's doubly <laughs> important. Yeah. Well, Sometimes. The other thing, yeah, I mean, the other thing, we, we people sometimes use that as an excuse as well. But we can, mm. we're talking about being able to lower your cholesterol. We're not talking about people, you know, again, it can rid of it completely in that sense. So for me, for example, yes, hereditary. I've kind of mentioned it in my family already. Um, but all I was trying to do then is get my cholesterol from that kind of dangerous margins of 6.1s in the sixes um, down to around that five or slightly under five by making these small lifetime ch lifestyle changes. And that's what I managed to do. So I wasn't looking at, you know, trying to get my cholesterol level down to two. I was just trying to get it down to what, you know, clinically they would say, okay, this that's a reasonable and a fair amount of cholesterol to be flowing through your body. So to get, for me, it was just getting it down to that 4.8, 4.7 mark, which would just tick that box and, and allow me really to feel more confident but also getting that consistency, because I think one of the things is, is building consistency into your diet and your lifestyle that will maintain um, that cholesterol level. Because basically, when you think about it, you think cholesterol is, is one of the biggest things we have to deal with when it comes to coronary heart disease. And if we can take control of that, then it can certainly help us a lot. Sure. One thing that we haven't explored uh, yet, really, is that what, what does it actually do to you? If you have high cholesterol, it's going to lead to heart problems. But mm -hmm. why? What actually happens in your body if you've got high cholesterol? Either this of you, maybe Corinne. Quite a, yeah, it's quite a scientific question. So I'm, I'm happy, happy to take this one. Um, so having elevated levels of bad cholesterol is basically um, can lead to coronary heart disease, as you've mentioned, and other diseases of the heart and blood vessels. So high cholesterol itself is a fatty kind of waxy substance that's found naturally in the blood. And even though we do need some um, intake of cholesterol to, you know, to help our bodies function, having too much of it can become an issue. And that's because fatty deposits can, can build up in our arteries. And that can essentially lead to something called atherosclerosis, which is kind of the narrowing of the arteries. And that in itself can increase our blood pressure and can also increase the likelihood of um, kind of a, a rupture and a clot, and that can potentially lead to a coronary heart disease or a cardiovascular event, a heart attack in kind of laid by terms. So it, it's that, that, that kind of essentially what it is, but um, having those levels of, of elevated cholesterol can essentially lead to increased risk of cardiovascular disease. And that's why it's so important to, to get that test and make sure that we're making, making the necessary changes to lower our cholesterol if it's high. Right. So if, if you do have high, high cholesterol, so maybe some of your blood vessels have been constricted because of this lining, this fatty lining. If you then get you know, serious about it, find out you've got high, high cholesterol and change some aspects of your lifestyle, change what you're eating, try and reduce the stress, etc. 
does the problem reverse? Do those, do those fatty linings then sort of disappear or do they just not get any worse? Yes, definitely. So you can lower your cholesterol by making simple changes to your diet and your activity and um, you can really help lower your cholesterol. Okay, and it will reverse the damage that has happened so far? Yes, potentially. Good, good. All right, that, that's very, I, I, I do like to uh, have a positive note to these uh, discussions. <laughs> so both, both of you, you were chatting a bit earlier, particularly Colin, you were, you were mentioning some of the changes that you've made to your your diet in mm. particular. Uh, can you mention a, a couple of those again? You mentioned oils, different oils that you cooked with. Um, mm. What? Tell, yeah, tell us what you did there. Yeah, so exchanging some of the oils, you know, I mean, let's be honest, there's lots of different oils that you fry your food in, which are high in saturated fat, which you don't want to do. You want to avoid those if you possibly can, because then you just add into the list of, of problems that you potentially could be, um, you know, stacking up. So that was one of the things that I, I looked at more carefully. It was what I was using for spreads, for example, on, you know, on, on toast. Um, and when I was making salads, as I say, salad dressings, I would make sure I was using the right type of salad dressings as well that would would help lower my cholesterol levels. So, you know, there are products out there that we know that can definitely assist in that. And so for me, I just literally switched my purchases around. Uh, and then adding the other things, which we, I mentioned at the beginning, was oats. You know, I chuck oats in so many things that I possibly can to also help and lower that cholesterol. And that is because I decided to, to look on the website to find out what information that could help me. So for us, for example, the one that we're saying to people, go and have a look on is benacol.co.uk. Find out more about your high cholesterol and what you can do to help bring it down. Okay, oats. I can't, why would oats be helpful? Colin, do you want to take that or should I take that? Sure. I mean, you can go if you if you if you have an answer, Colin. Sure, I can I can build on your answer. Yeah. So the fact that it has um soluble fiber in there, which is one of the important mm -hmm. things as well in in, in 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 the body to help us um to make that balance. And that kind of also helps us with all sorts of transient stuff moving through our body. So that's the reason why, because it has that soluble um fiber. Okay. So what's the what's your favorite thing you cook with oats now, Colin? <laughs> oh, I do lots of um, I do lots of these funky cookies where I just literally smash <laughs> bananas. Right, it's really simple. I literally just smash bananas, add some oats in there, and mix them up, and chuck them in the oven, and it's so easy and tasty and fast. Really simple. That sounds <laughs> really nice. Smash bananas, and oats. Yeah. <laughs> so the, on on this website you mentioned, are there suggestions like that on foods that you can prepare uh, and foods that you can swap in and swap out? Uh, that will will help you lower your cholesterol yes definitely there's loads of suggestions there's great recipes on there as well some heart healthy recipes and um, lots of simple tips and swaps um, to help you lower your cholesterol excellent all right so Corinne uh, give us the, that website one more time benicole.co.uk excellent right both of you thank you very much indeed uh, uh, for chatting uh, this is a uh, an important issue and it's made mm -hmm. me think actually i need to go to the doctor and see if i can get a test simple <laughs> all right guys many thanks thank you thank you
Okay, please do remember if you have a topic that you would really like to hear discussed on this show, on the Relax Back UK show, do get in touch. Maybe it's something you're an expert on and you'd like to be on the show. Again, do get in touch. The way to do that, I think, is via email. And my email is mike at relaxbackuk.com. Maybe you would like to engage with the 39,000 listeners to this show each week. Um, and many thanks for being one of the 39,000. I really do appreciate it. Um, so maybe you'd like to engage via a campaign to the listeners or maybe to the listeners of UK Health Radio as a whole. And there are over one million of those each month. If that's something that could be useful to you, could be useful to you. Again, please do get in touch. Mike at relaxbackuk.com is the way to do that. Many thanks to my guests on this week's show uh, about cholesterol. And they were Dr. Raj Singh, Colin Jackson and Kareen Tone, dietitian. And of course, thanks to you for listening. That was the Relax Back UK show with me, Mike Dill. Thank you for listening and please do join us again next time.